It says, This fascinating conversation between Bouchon and the dispatcher was recorded. It has been released by the Michigan chapter of the Mutual UFO Network. And then, of course, you can go online and listen to that. Uh, Bouchon, who also spoke to an air traffic controller at the Muskegon County Airport Control Tower, who confirmed three aircraft in formation in the distance that didn't have any transponder codes. The UFOs topped off close to 60,000 feet at times, so it couldn't have been ground clutter when radar beams bend down toward the surface of the Earth, echoing back up from objects close to the ground. So we see it's not clutter. These are solid, or at least they're objects that are reflecting radar that are moving about in ways that no man-made object could possibly move. It says, March 2019, the 25th anniversary of the incident, Cindy Pravda of Grand Haven shared her account of that night in, in 1984, or 1994, rather, there's a typo here, with the local television news. Over 100 people reported seeing strange lights in the sky. That's 100. Isn't it amazing how when 100 people see something, it can just be dismissed as mass hysteria? Bouchong said he was initially prohibited from speaking to the media. Wow. Was initially prohibited from speaking to the media. Really? That's your government disclosure for you right there. That's your disclosure. A meteorologist simply prohibited from telling the truth. Bouchong said he was initially prohibited from speaking to the media. NWS didn't want to become a, the UFO reporting center for the United States, so that's really why they really had to duck and cover for this one, he said. Over the years, Bouchong has faced ridicule for his account but has become more comfortable speaking about it after the U.S. Department of Defense released videos confirming what it says were unidentified aerial phenomena. The March 8, 1994 sightings were still labeled as unexplained according to the Michigan chapter of the Mutual UFO Network, the world's largest civilian UFO research organization. Shortly after the 1994 sightings, the National Weather Service reno renovated and modernized its offices in Muskegon. They permanently removed the radar facility. Permanently removed the radar facility. Wow. Well, I guess they're not going to have to worry about seeing those ever again. Now, we have another dateline here. It says Kalamazoo, Michigan. They were just moving so fast and two more started coming into play there. I really had little time to describe where they were before they had moved and jumped again, said Jack Bouchong, a retired meteorologist, describing what he saw on radar the night of March 8, 1994. Bouchon spent his career working for the National Weather Service. On the night of March 8, 1994, he was manning the National Weather Service office by himself in Muskegon on a cold but routine night. The NWS no longer has an office or radar there after the government forecasting agency went through modernization and reorganization in the mid-90s. The phone rang and Bouchon answered to find an Ottawa County dispatcher on the other line who had been fielding reports of strange lights in the sky. They called the National Weather Service to see if anyone was showing up, if anything was showing up on the radar screen. It turns out over 100 people reported witnessing the strange lights in the sky. Cindy Pravda, who lives in Grand Haven, shared her account with News Channel 3 on March 3rd of 2019 on the 25th anniversary of one of Michigan's most famous UFO sightings. That's when Bouchon took manual control of the Muskegon radar and began waving its beam back and forth across the Ottawa County looking for any objects. The conversation began between Bouchon and the dispatcher was recorded with the Michigan chapter of the Mutual UFO Network has shared online. That night, there weren't any thunderstorms to track on radar, but radar 
but radar is something else. You could pretty much use it like a spotlight, Bush Long said when describing the operation of radar at the time. So imagine he's got this big radar beam and he's just shining up, shining it up in the sky like a giant spotlight or flashlight looking for these UFOs. Really kind of a cool thing to think about doing. I had two cranks to bring it up or down, he said, <clears throat> he said side to side. You pretty much sent it out searching for weather. Any type of rain or sleet, snow or hail, is what we were usually looking for when we took it off automatic mode. Well, that night he did definitely got to see something he hadn't expected to see, and that was a fleet of UFOs uh, doing some really spectacular flying. You know, all the way down from maybe a thousand feet altitude up to he said thirty to forty thousand feet, uh, jotting off at a thousand miles per hour in one direction, then coming back in, forming some type of a little uh, circle. It seems like out over Lake Michigan. Now, whether these things were just putting on a show for a radar installator operator, or whether they were there uh, possibly uh, going in in and out of an underwater base at Lake Michigan. Or maybe there was some sort of uh, craft in distress. We really don't know. But this is the sort of thing that we do happen to see from time to time. Uh, some people have even speculated in these situations. Maybe there's some sort of UFO warfare going on. But why they are moving around in these erratic manners uh, at speeds that uh, humankind couldn't hope to achieve. And, and certainly physically we couldn't withstand those type of G-forces. Very strange indeed. And what I like about this was when the History Channel did the uh, documentary on, they tied this whole this whole season of sightings all the way from March of 94 through December where these things seem to have moved from uh, Lake Michigan down into western Ohio over across Illinois into uh, uh, far western Illinois. And what was really spectacular about this about this was the fact that they were cited by so many police officers, and then we have the evidence with the radar operator. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.